0: Welcome back to another Untitled Sundance review. I am one of your hosts, Matt Rohrbeck, alongside. He's allergic to tomatoes, but he's tomato meter approved, Eric Marchin.
1: Matt, I'm not sure even what day it is anymore. I think it's a Sunday.
0: I believe it is a Sunday. Time does not matter we are in festival mode. But time all didn't matter together. before that.
1: I mean, the pandemic already kind of turned time into a, a non-factor, now even more so. Like, I spent all of Friday thinking it was Saturday.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel you on that, especially not having a job now. Um, or, I mean, not a full-time day job where I had to kind of know what day it was, sort of. Um, and then when you put a festival on top of that where you start to lose track of time because you're just sitting in especially when we're doing these things from home where you're just sitting in one room for, you know, watching seven movies in your case yesterday four for me, um, my eyes aren't just, bleeding
1: though, which is good. You know,
0: that's good, man. I'm good. But no, I'm, I've, it's been fun recording with you and fun watching all these movies and I'm excited to get back to it. Um, I'm realizing now I didn't prep any of the thumbnails and stuff. So I got a little bit more work to do after we finish recording before I can start watching more movies. But alas, I enjoy it, which is why we do it. And today we are reviewing Rebecca Hall's uh, Passing, her directorial uh, feature-length debut, correct? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Premiered at Sundance, uh, starring uh, Tessa Thompson and Ruth Nega, um, and you know uh, appearances from uh, uh, Bill Camp, Alexander Skarsgård, Andre Holland, um, and more. Um, Eric, you want to tell the people what Passing is about?
1: Yeah. So... As you mentioned, this is Rebecca Hall's uh, directorial debut. Um, this is a project that she's been trying to get together for the last 14 years now, uh, Nella, based on Nella Larson's uh, novella of the same name. Um and it's a story um about two women, um, Irene and Claire, uh reuniting uh in the 1920s in in New York and Harlem specifically, and they haven't seen each other for a long time. And Claire played by Ruth Nea is passing for White um, and to the point where her own husband, uh, played by a very racist uh alexander skarsgard he's such, good.
0: so good at playing shitbags i know i know he is
1: he is doesn't even know which that's something we'll get into in a little bit that i want to talk about but the story is mostly focused on the point of view of tessa thompson's irene or Rini, uh as her nickname is uh shortened and sort of her life and living in harlem and sort of Um, You know, raising her kids and, you know, having a life with her husband, who's a doctor played by Andre Holland and sort of seeing the world through her eyes and trying to navigate, you know, a very systemic racist filled environment, even though, you know, New York was kind of considered the mo- one of the most liberal places in America uh, at that time period and still there are so many problems you know whether y- you see at the beginning of the movie in the summer um you know her going from the bank to uh the Drayton hotel and sort of The movie almost plays at first like a spy film. Like you're following Tessa Thompson's character as she kind of goes incognito, um, you know, throughout her day, kind of keeping her hat uh, very much low to her face so nobody can see her. And you think, like, oh, look, there's something going to happen. But it's just her living her life in fear of being, uh, you know, exposed and, and facing prejudice. And there's so much going on detail wise in this movie there are little nuances and subtle gestures and so much that i think that this movie wants to tackle and a lot of it it does bring into the conversation that's worth having but at the same time i also feel that maybe there's something missing or possibly maybe the aesthetic doesn't work all the time to kind of emotionally invest you in the story because i found myself removed in appreciating everything that I was seeing and everything that this movie was talking about, but you know the boxed-in kind of Academy aspect ratio, the black and white cinematography, which is beautiful, um, the performances, which I think are are, are the, the the two central leads are amazing. I agree. But yeah. There's just there's just something. That's keeping this from being a great, yeah. great movie. And I
0: agree with you completely. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And and I just and I also, again, like I think Rebecca Hall is such an underrated actor. Um it's it's a it's great to see this project come to life for her. And like the way that this movie opens, like I felt that I was seeing it the way that she read it the first time and she fell in love with it. And she talked about this in the inner introduction, is that, you know, this Book came at a time, we were talking, you know, about groundbreaking in Sesame Street. This came at a time in the 1920s where gender politics and sexuality and race was so cut and dry, it was black and white, like literally. And like the point of probably why it's shot in black and white. But there's so much nuance and gray zone that you can't dispute or you you have to talk about you can't just deny that and it's hard to in that setting because everything at that point up until the 50s and 60s even until counterculture started to come in you know was was rigid everything had to be put into you know a category and everything was predominantly white so um I think that there's a lot here to like and a lot here to talk about that again, two white guys maybe will miss. Yeah. A lot I of know, stuff, I, but I know. Yeah. But at the same time, there's just, there's, there's something, there's something there. And it's not even just like the cold clinicalness or the elliptical nature of sort of the seasons passing, because like, that's another thing that I actually kind of enjoyed that. Like it goes from summer to fall into winter in kind of a way that is there that, is obvious, but it doesn't tell you that it just, it, it no, should, I felt should.
0: sometimes it was jarring where I'm like, Oh wait, what was this time jump? It'll go from one scene where, you know, um, uh, uh, Claire goes off with, you know, Andre Holland's character, but then the next scene it's like, uh, Tessa Thompson's there. And I'm like, Oh, what is this time jump and things like that? But I pretty much agree with everything that you're saying. Like, um, I ultimately, um, I think I, 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 I enjoyed the movie. Um, uh, but it is, God, I I do feel I can't even maybe word it properly, but like I I don't know what is missing, but I I'm totally with you of like um, there was something. Stopping me from loving the movie, and I do think that the the two lead performances by Tessa Thompson and and Ruth Nega, are, are they're fantastic, and I feel like they really do carry the movie throughout. But I think Rebecca Hall's direction is is assured and 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 confident, and you can tell she really loves this novel, and obviously she wanted this to be her, you know, uh, writer director debut and and obviously there's a lot of passion there um i do like the black and white cinematography i think at times it it did feel a bit digital to me um which was throwing me off maybe a little bit i don't know if you got that too eric but like um i do think it looks quite nice the the four by three uh, aspect ratio um um, we've seen a lot of that at this festival, and just I feel like it's more and more of a trend lately. And and um, uh, I'm not against it, but uh, I don't know if it did anything to like add to what the movie was trying to say or or show. Um, um, but yeah, like I I don't know. Like I, I felt pretty uh, not removed, but like I'm watching it, and I I didn't get into it as much as I I, I wanted to. But like I, I never was, you know, uninterested or or didn't think that anything was bad per se but i just i i can't even put into words what i thought was missing but by the end of it i was just kind of like okay um i i sort of get it but i also wish there was maybe something more if that makes sense yeah
1: i mean i would also like to watch it again knowing where the story ultimately ends up going because i hadn't read the novella And I like the whole time I was thinking, okay, there, there, I mean like the obvious comparison and maybe it's not fair to, to put it in the same box again, because this is trying to do so much with looking at sort of like binary stereotypes and trying to break out of that a little bit. Um, and also it's kind of playing within the time period and and, cinematically speaking as well, which I kind of dig and sort of like, again, the, the, the arch dialogue and the, you know, the, the phrases and even like, you know, um, Devontae Hayes's uh uh score like that kind of like that piano kind of like like whimsical glisten that almost is almost weirdly like a way to like intro and extro in and out of scenes like it all plays very much of that time and then the cinematography I I do agree with you it it does have a digital kind of feel to it it's not completely a a deal breaker but sorry pardon me but 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 when it comes to uh the look of it, it reminded me so much of like what Powell, Powell has been doing recently with right, both yeah. and Cold War. And that is also boxed in black and white, but shot on film. And the texture it, it is there, – there's a truth in the texture. Yes, yes. And- but but uh, but what I like about Rebecca Hall's direction as well is that she is European telling a, a, an American story, and I always like the European point of view on America because it is a little yeah. bit more cold and detached, and it's a little yeah. bit more
0: blunt too. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> it, it's not always that way. I mean, like yeah, I look at Vince's Paris, Texas, and like the way that you know he shoots the you know grand american landscape is yeah. is fantastic but <clears throat> going back to what i think is partly missing what i was talking to, about before i think the ruth Negga character is such a fascinating person and yeah. the complexities of that of her i wanted to know more but because yeah, it agree. is from the point of view of irene irene like you're seeing it from her point of view, and and the movie I was going to compare it to is Carol. Like Carol's the other film that 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 comes to mind, where it's like you have this relationship where you think, okay, is this going to go into kind of like you know um, a sexual kind of relationship? Because there are hints of of um, you know sexuality throughout as well, and also um, Irene's health being kind of a bit of a um, a problem for her as as the story continues in her decline there and like maybe is, is there something wrong with her um it, and so yeah with claire specifically though i found her such an enigma and again that's probably by design that we're not supposed to completely absolutely yeah s everything about her but i wanted the story to be from her point of view weirdly enough and and like there were times where i was thinking okay i would just love like a scene where where we we just see her interacting more with scars normal life yeah, yeah like because,
0: because there's so many questions from her just,
1: how, how yeah. she was able to pull that off because obviously you know scars is this bigoted ignorant idiot but it's like Which how- a lot of
0: men back, white men back then and even to this day obviously still are but back then it was a normal regular thing like it wasn't it was just oh that's fine for him to act that way back then.
1: Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, he's this banker, and, and well, but even like the the ones that are quote unquote liberal, like you look at somebody like Bill, Bill Camp's Camp, author, yeah. who is basically like this navel gazer, this guy who is a tourist, kind of gathering um, details and information for his writing, and you know, even though he's quote unquote an ally, he still still has yeah. like there's even like a great little moment where. You know, they're at a dance hall and Tessa Thompson is standing and leaning against, you know, a a pillar and he's sitting at the booth kind of enjoying himself. And like, it kind of shows you a lot what's going on with social and uh, class and structure and social political. Well, they even have that
0: commentary about, you know, um, not fetishizing, but like, um, um, you know, people, uh, the unfamiliar kind of why people, you know, uh, what am I trying to say? He, there's a word he uses that I thought was really interesting, but I, I'm on the same page as you. Yeah. Exoticism like that, that whole conversation about that I thought was quite interesting. And then that's the stuff that you're talking about of him being, you know, quote unquote liberal, but still talking about these things and why people, um, exoticize different, you know, races and cultures and things like that. But I agree with you. Like, um, yeah, seeing, um, Claire from the perspective of Irene throughout the whole movie and she just kind of comes and goes and it's only in their life and she only sees a bit of her life at the very beginning. Um, I think the movie is obviously very restrained because it, it doesn't like it's not there's no big huge dramatic moments or anything like that, um, which I don't until think the is, end, yes, is, until is the very
1: end, yes, until the very melodramatic moment yeah. and release of the film. Yeah. Um, but it's very subtle, even even the stuff with. Again, looking at the hierarchy within the black community, you know, you have Irene and her husband played by Andre Holland, who's who's also very good in the movie. Um, and he's a doctor and sort of, you know, they're quote unquote upper class in the African American community. And they also have an African-American maid, you know, and, and sort of how that dynamic is. I think that's fascinating to watch as well. Yeah, and I that think that's another
0: piece of commentary. Irene. Yeah.
1: Yeah, totally. And then um uh yeah, and I just think seeing
0: I don't know from her perspective of this woman who, you know, can have the quote unquote sort of the best of both worlds or just choose what she wants to be a part of, I think is kind of interesting. And I mean, Rebecca Hall talked about a lot of this in the intro of like, is this a story about race? Is this a story about gender? Is it a story about sexuality? And like the movie does, it's it's very subtle in how it touches on all of those points, but almost for me, almost too subtle to the point where I'm like, Okay, I wanted a bit more from each one of those things uh, to get a bit deeper into it because I feel like we just kind of skim the surface on a lot of it and it's saying a lot, but like it almost is so restrained that I couldn't get. Fully invested um, in the story, even though the performances are good and and it is it's incredibly watchable. Like at no point I'm like, oh, I'm bored, get this over with or anything. Um, uh, but it is very slow, it is very subtle, and um, and I just I don't know. Yeah, there's something missing and i don't i don't love the ending either when we talk about it going into a little bit more melodramatic territory i like the um, idea
1: of the ending again yeah. like I, I mentioned carol and obviously todd haynes is a huge fan that director of carol is a huge fan of douglas Cirque. and this is also very much uh yeah that that ending specifically reminds me a little bit of douglas Cirque, where you know you you think you're being set up for maybe a, a happy ending and things are you know tragically put together but another scene that I actually really do like and 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 I want to talk about Ruth nega for a, a second is the scene where the character kind of has her moment of clarity named Claire um where she talks about you know who she is as a person on the steps when they're listening to a busker outside and yeah. You know, she has her one moment of, of truth where, you know, she says that she's, you know, rotten and she realizes like in order to have the life that she has, you know, she realizes what she's done in order to do right. it. Yeah. And in a movie that would be more kind of I guess quote unquote mainstream or sort of Hollywood driven, it would be a big showy Oscar moment. moment. Yeah. But the way that she handles that. And the way that it's written and directed, it's so beautifully nuanced and feels like a genuine moment of someone confiding in another person. And I think that performance is so strong. And um, I wish she was in more stuff. Like I, 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 like I, I mean, she got an Oscar nomination for Jeff Nichols' Loving, and she's amazing in that movie. And also, very, very subtle film. Um, and. Since then, I mean, she's been on Preacher, and she had a really wonderful small role in Ad Astra. But you know, like I, I feel like she could really cash in on that Oscar nomination and do some more like big stuff. But maybe she doesn't want to. I mean, I, I don't know. So it's just nice. Like she's, just, she's just so good in this movie. So
0: she is excellent. She really is. They both are, and I, I agree with you that that moment is, is very good. And and I'm, I know I'm kind of probably contradicting myself saying that the movie is maybe too restrained at times, and maybe I needed something a bit. I'm not saying showier, but like, um, to me, it it is just so subtle to the point where you almost, at least for me personally, um, couldn't get super invested in it. So, um, ultimately I think it's a, it's a decent, um, debut and, um, which I, I feel like I'm throwing out a lot of threes this festival, but, um, I, I ultimately really love the performances, um. And I I did ultimately you know, enjoy the movie. There was just something missing for me to get uh, really into it or really love it. So I'm going to give it a 3 out of 5.
1: I'll give it a 3.5 out of 5. Um, I think it's very close to being great. It's just missing something. It's so beautifully crafted and well acted and it has something to say. But I think there's just something that's keeping you at an arm's length. Yeah, I agree with that.
0: Um thank you all for listening um please check out the rest of our sundance coverage right here on untitled movie reviews um we have tons of reviews from the festival and going to have a lot more over the next little while so uh keep it locked right here uh please go so subscribe to our other two channels untitled movie reviews and untitled movie conversations uh drop a review on that trilogy of podcasts if you would be so kind uh follow us on all of those social medias at untitled underscore cast and as always my name is matt Roebeck. you can find more of my work around the internet but mostly at untitledmoviepodcast.com. And you can follow me on all of those uh, social medias at Matt Roarbeck.
1: I'm Eric Martian. You can find more of my video reviews at rogerstv.com slash Scene, and on the social medias at EM6211. Until next time. Passing strangers in the night.